V's. It's really hard to say. So it's vroom, vroom, veer, not broom, broom, beer, which would have been better probably. But okay. So whenever you're ready, go ahead and shoot it. Howdy, folks. This is Johnny Crowder, the founder and CEO of Cope Notes. And you are listening to Jeff Smith on Vroom Vroom Veer. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Johnny. That was awesome. I'm going to hit stop. I'll be right back. Nice. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Udo Erasmus, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Beer, and welcome to the show. How's it going? Ah, thank you. Thank you for having me on, <laughs> and and life is good. I bet. It's the alternative. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. Yes, I yeah. agree. <laughs> it beats the alternative. I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Yes. So you are at theudo.com and also udoschoice.com. So talk yep. a little bit about what you're most excited about mm-hmm. in your business today. Oh, what I'm most excited about the business? Yes. It has nothing to do with business. <laughs> What I find most, no, it's true. I believe you. What I find most exciting about right now about being alive is we live in a time where things are so chaotic. Yes. And we have a chance to to pivot, to veer. Yeah, veer. From being stupid for 200,000 years. Correct. To living consciously, living from the heart and creating the most incredible heaven on earth that is possible. Oh, that sounds awesome. Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's do that. Come on, let's go. (laughs) Snap. (laughs) I think we can. (laughs) I think we can. Let's start vrooming on that. Yes, good good plan. Yeah, I I agree. You know, uh, I know you're really into nature and alignment with nature, so we can get into that too. Yeah. But this is Vroom Vroom Veer, so that means we've got to go back in time and talk a little bit about your story. Yep. Um, so let's go back. So <clears throat> when you were how old now you were running from war and where were you and who were you running from? Let's just. Go. OK. <laughs> My parents were lived in Latvia and Estonia. They OK. Were German Swedish background. OK. And in 1938, Hitler and Stalin made a peace pact or a non-aggression pact. OK. And and as part of that, Latvia went to the Soviet Union and part of Poland went to Germany. Wow. But there was nobody from Latvia or Poland at the meeting. So they just took it because wow. they could. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, so no, most people no, don't know this story. No shots fired. So my parents, you were just suddenly parents, in a different country. No shots fired. Yeah, pretty quick. So yeah. my parents loved Russians, the Russian people. Okay. hated communism. Makes sense. Because they took everything away from everybody. Right. No, right? no longer personal property is allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So And so because they were in Latvia and they had German background – they went to Poland. Okay. And, and I was born on a stolen farm, basically, because my, my father was given the farm that belonged to a Polish 
person. Okay. And the Polish person became his farmhand. And he used to be the owner of the farm. He was the owner of the farm. Interesting. And they and that was tough to begin with. And they sure. finally said, look, this is war. This is crazy. Right. Let's just work together to make the farm work. Right. And so, and in the end, they became friends. Wow. And then, and then at the end of the war, we were, I was two and a half. Okay. My father was off to war. He was in a prisoner war camp. Oh my goodness. And wow. we were fleeing from Poland into Germany with the communists chasing us in tanks and trucks. Oh, we geez. were on dirt roads in horse-drawn hay wagons. Hiding. Mostly women and young children. Okay. And the allies, you know, the ones we yeah. consider the good guys, sure. right. were using <laughs> us refugees as target practice, oh, shooting us from planes. Wow. And I don't remember a lot of it other than I never felt safe. Mm. Everything changed every day. You got told one thing one day, the next day they told you the opposite. Wow. You know, they, yeah. they're, so I never knew what I could count on. Right. No stability. And it was very, right. very And it was really confusing. And scary. at the end of the war, we made it out and I got left behind. I was in an orphanage for, for a few weeks. And, but we wow. eventually made it. My mother had to leave uh, four kids behind. My goodness. Because she went off the road because the road was too dangerous. That's mm -hmm. where they were shooting. Right. So she went through the fields and it was in winter and it was hard. Right. She had six kids with her. She only had two hands. She took two kids, left the other four behind. She, imagine having to make that decision. Yeah, I mean, that's, ugh. And, wow. and so, so, but eventually we got reunited. I was very shy as a kid. I loved books because books are safe. You sure. Know, you, can yeah. read, you can read about a war, but there are no real bullets. <laughs> I already <laughs> knew real bullets, right? Not fun. And, yeah. yeah and, and, and because it was so confusing, I was always trying to figure things out. Okay. How do things work? Because if you don't know how things work in that chaos, you don't know how things work, then you're always victim of something. Totally. So I got into learning things and I was always doing experiments and trying right. to okay. see what's stronger, a, a, a Christmas ball on the Christmas tree or an apple on the Christmas tree. And I bang them together uh, and, the, yeah. and the Christmas ball broke because it's sure. all hollow. But I didn't know that, right? <laughs> right. That's a good experiment. And of course, uh, <laughs> you get and good I was results always, like right away. <laughs> I was always doing stuff like that. <laughs> when I was six years old, I was listening to people argue about things I thought were really trivial. Sure. And the thought came to me. It's like, man, there must be a way that people can live in harmony. Mm. And this little cocky voice came you know, from a six-year-old who doesn't know how complicated everything is. Yeah. And I'm going to find out how. Wow. So that's basically been my driver all my life. So how, where, I, did, where did you end up when you, when you left Europe? You know, because... Yeah, we went to... Uh, yeah, we ended up in Germany in Dusseldorf. Okay. Or outside of Dusseldorf on a farm. Okay. And then uh, my father came home from prisoner of war. He had gone through Quebec. Quebec looked a lot like... Uh, Latvia, like the vegetation and the okay. ter terrain. Right. And he said, if I survive this war, I'm going to Canada. Wow. So okay. He came back in 1946. So by this time, I'm four years old. And they then figured out the, the bureaucracy, the papers, to all the stuff to get their papers to exit to Canada. Okay. And so we came to Canada when I was 10 in, and lived in British Columbia in in. Uh, fruit growing country. That's where I went to school. Oh, okay. 
So you you went from so I thought Quebec was in the uh, east side. Am I? Am well, I Quebec is on the east side. Okay. but we had friends on the west side. Ah, gotcha. Okay, and gotcha, and gotcha. it probably didn't occur to him that Canada is a lot bigger than Latvia. At yes, that, you know, at that point because he'd never been across it. Like yeah. it took like like uh, three days on the train. Yeah, right. Still <laughs> to get does. from Quebec yeah. City where we landed. Yeah. To British Columbia, we had friends there who sponsored us, mm. so oh, they, nice. they okay. took responsibility so that we would not be a burden on the government. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need you need sponsor. that. Yeah, right. So I love BC, uh, and to this yeah. day, I still. I mean, whenever we can get up there, we go. I what I love is that the public transportation system is so awesome. You don't yeah. you don't need a car, and you what is the day pass for the. The metro system is like $5 a day for everybody, yeah. and you can go everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, if that's all you got to learn from BC that makes you <laughs> like it, then you should get out in the woods for a walk in the woods. You'll well, fall I, in love with it completely. <laughs> well, that's that's why I love it because, uh, you know, yeah. part of like hanging around in the States is there is, okay, in some cities have it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Portland is pretty nice, but- yeah, uh, you can you can just go everywhere in BC. I I don't know if the rest of Canada is like BC, but I just no. I I would say from a from a nature point of view, BC is the most amazing because it has it, every. It's like it has every kind of climate. Like it's got yeah. desert and rainforest, right? And mountains, huge yeah, mountains, yeah, right? And, and rivers and, and it's gorgeous. Lots and lots of trees. Yes. <laughs> you know, I love it. Most of the trees that are still standing on the planet are in British Columbia. <laughs> yeah. Old growth. You know, we've, yeah. We've taken down three quarters of all the trees that were on the planet 10,000 years ago. 7.5 trillion Sad. trees we've chopped down. Yeah. So we've got 2.5 left. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I think I think a lot of them are in British Columbia. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to like the, obviously, you know, now you're in Canada, you've escaped war, you're growing up, but eventually you get this job and you get exposed to pesticides and that makes you really sick. There's quite a gap between. There's a huge gap. Yes. I ended up always understanding how things work. So when it came to education, I went to university first in science. Okay. Then I went because I wanted to understand how things work. Right. Then to biosciences because I wanted to understand how creatures work. Right. Then to psychology because I wanted to understand how thinking works. Okay. Then to medicine because I wanted to understand how health works. And then, of course, we only learned about disease. So I went back into biochemistry and genetics. Right. Because in biology, you learn about health because health is the normal functioning of normal creatures in normal situations. Right. But they don't call it health. But I didn't know that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and yeah, then a and lot then of these I left things you, you have to figure out, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's, yeah, uh, uh, we, yeah, we, we're pretty sloppy in the way we, what, what we settle for. <laughs> and I a lot think, of yeah. what we settle for is is made up BS sometimes. <laughs> totally. Right? Yes. And, uh, can, that, we, and then we call the, it, and then we call it culture, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, right? uh, yeah, and it's it's all these pieces of what you call culture uh somehow that we make that sort of short circuit a uh, perfectly natural system that works great. Yeah. But it it doesn't make anybody any money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and- 
So anyway, so I, I was disappointed because in biology, we didn't learn about life. And I was really clear. I wanted to know what life is. And right. I thought we would have a beaker of it. It would be liquid and shining. <laughs> how I pictured it. Yes. Okay. Right? Yes. But we never got to the beaker. You know, we, right. we studied form and function. If we started with a living critter, you know, by the time we were finished with it, it was dead. Right. We never captured the life. We ended up just with the, with the corpses. Right. 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 Interesting. So that's yes. in, and in psychology, we didn't study soul. No. Psych means soul. We studied great. <laughs> emotions and thoughts. Right. And in medicine, we didn't get health. You got sickness. And you finally, sickness, I got right? into yes. biochemistry and genetics. And there was still something missing that I was looking for. And I left university because I said, I'm not going to find it here. Wow. Okay. And I got into self-knowledge because I needed to know how I work. Interesting. Okay. So more yeah. like uh, meditation and sort of like the spiritual yeah, side? Yeah, anything that has to do with being present in the space that your body occupies. Totally. Whether you do meditation or you do breathing exercises. Sit outside in just, the sun, yes. <laughs> yeah, or you just, yeah, or you do a, some kind of a stillness practice that yep. gets you to be not, and stop doing. And stop making. Because we're supposed to be human beings and we've become human doings. Yes, or human right? thinkings. Yeah, or human thinking. That's part of the doing, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and then my, my, my little quip is, if you do, do, do too much, then you're going to end up in doo-doo. <laughs> so, Where'd all this doo-doo anyway. come from? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I don't think we need to trace that back. <laughs> we know where it came from. Not today. We'll do that on the second show. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> all right. So, and so I got into self-knowledge. Okay. And then, you know, I had just started doing that and I got married. We had three kids. Okay. My marriage broke up. Ah. I was really upset <laughs> because okay. I was thinking for life, kids, love, you know, yeah, all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, And I wanted to kill something. So oh. I took a job as a pesticide sprayer. Wow. You were that, you, the, that was some serious anger. <laughs> oh, I was, I was angry, very angry. Oh. Okay. Through and the roof. I, okay. and, and so uh, I took this job as a pesticide sprayer. I had done the exam some years before on a gardening job I had. Okay. And I've done a lot of, lot of different uh, uh, physical jobs. I, I always wanted to feel what it was like to be in the shoes of the people doing those jobs. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like I wanted to make a career out of it. Right. But I you wanted, wanted a taste. Yeah. I was always wanted the experience of stuff. Okay. Right? Yep. And um, – and so I took this job and I was super careless. I walked barefoot over the lawns I sprayed till the skin peeled off the bottom of my feet. Yeah. And then I wore rubber boots. <laughs> Somebody said to me, aren't you worried that you're going to get poisoned? Because like, I, I used to be a bathing suit. You know, I used to do my spraying in a bathing suit because wow. it was summer and I liked getting a tan. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah, but I got to look cool <laughs> like for really, the babes. Yeah. Really deep thinking here, you know. <laughs> and, We're on and, the same uh, page. And, and yeah, I would I say to the person who said, uh, aren't you worried about it? I said, nah, I'm immune. <laughs> <laughs> and then three years after I got poisoned. Yeah. It's so not and so it just happened one day. Wow. Got poisoned. I ended up with cramps, nausea, dizziness. Wow. Yep. If I turned my head, it felt like my head turned, but my brain didn't. Now, obviously, wow. that's not what happened, but that's what it felt like. Yeah. So, like a really strange that's, symptom. Yeah. And then no energy. I was 38 years old. Right. If I walked around a city block, I had to sit down and rest. I was like an 80-year-old. Yeah. Um, and 
And so I went to the doctor and said, what do you have for pesticide poisoning? She said, nothing. And that day, I mean, I was never like a real junk eater because we grew up on farms and we okay. ate you know, fresh vegetables, lots of, lots of fresh vegetables. And, and we had our own huge garden and all of that. So, so I, we ate fairly simply and, and relatively well. Okay. Not for taste, but just for Health. what grew yes. and what right. was easy to work with. My okay. mother was not a great cook. Right. She's a good right. mother, but not a great cook, sure. right? Just the basics, <clears throat> and, uh, yes. Yeah, and so <laughs> I, I used to eat a lot of raw vegetables because it doesn't take any time to prepare them and yeah. I have no dishes to wash, you know? Right, oh yeah. Those, those were important issues <laughs> totally. to me, right? Because yeah. I always thought I had more important things to do than wash dishes. I went camping with some raw vegans once. And, yeah. and I enjoyed it because they were making all the food and I was just enjoying it. But the thing yeah. that I noticed was how much time we didn't spend cooking and cleaning all the cooking and cleaning stuff. It was yeah, just so exactly. easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, uh, and so, but, but when, the, when the doctor said nothing, that's right. really when the penny dropped. Oh my God. Right. When, really? when we were told that health is our responsibility, that's just not light. That's not just a light phrase. Like, our health is really our responsibility. Yeah. And you said we live that, here. Yeah. We live here. Nobody cares more about here. you. Nobody cares more about you and your health than you. Yeah. If yeah. If I don't care about my health, maybe <laughs> yes. nobody does. Nobody does. No. no well, yeah. people might. You know, it, maybe it's their job to care about it. But they don't walk around in you, right? I don't know. The doctor the, gets paid even if you die. Correct. Right. <laughs> right. So, so there's not, there's not they don't a, have the a same motivation. incentive for getting right. it right. Correct. But now I had an incentive for getting you it right. You do. Yes. And I realized, you know, your body's made out of food, water, and air. And, and light. And solar energy. Yes. That's it. Right. That's, those are the building blocks. And at that time, I was thinking more about food than the, the rest of it. Right said, if your body is made out of food and you know that it's turning over all the time, because your body, some people say 98% of the atoms in your body that are present in your body today yes. will have been removed and replaced next year, by this time next year. Really? Every year, 98%. So wow. your entire body yes. is a major construction site. <laughs> so if something goes yeah. wrong... right. Then you raise the standard for your intake of what you put in your mouth. Yes. Because that's the only role you play. Life knows what to do with the building blocks to build this. Mm. Your responsibility is only to make sure that all of the building blocks that are essential mm. land in here. <laughs> right. So life can do its job. Right. Wow. How cool is that? Right. Yeah. And then the year after I got poisoned, it was established that omega-3 is an essential nutrient. Right. And I was searching in the, in the research journals about health and nutrition, disease and nutrition. How do they relate? How does right. it work? And there were like 600,000 studies. 600,000? Okay. Yeah. Wow. And of those, 30,000 were on fats. And of those, I think it was 6,000 were on fats. Okay. Wow, and so I, so I really got into it. So at this point, <clears throat> I, at this point in in sort of like, there fats kind of had a bad rep at that. Rep. Yeah, they yes. were they were. Yeah, they used like, to say fats are bad, right? But omega threes are good, and it turns out omega threes are are fats, but nobody would say that. 
Okay. Because they had this thing, all fats are bad. Right. And they put carbs on the bottom of the food pyramid in 1979 as the best so. food. Right. They're actually right. the least important food because there are no essential nutrients right. in carbohydrates. Right. That your body can't make that you can't get elsewhere. Right. So carbs are the least. And they put fats on the top. Right. Of what you should eat the least. Yep. And of course, we were actually getting 40% of our calories from fats at the, at the time. Okay. So everybody, and so everybody was demonizing fats, and they were gobbling them up. <laughs> it's like, okay, I like some demons to live my life for me. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, that's a little weird. Uh, but endlessly so, and so, entertaining as humans. That's what. I <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. God has a sense of humor. Yes, splitting it, splitting her her sides, laughing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching. <laughs> But look at those anyway. idiots. What are they doing now? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe he just did that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Yes. So, and so they're, they're so the foundation of why nutrition is good for health is twofold. One is that there are essential nutrients. Right. There's 42 of them. Wow. Okay. 18 minerals, 13 vitamins, nine essential amino acids that come from proteins and two essential fatty acids that come from fats okay. and none that come from carbohydrates. And they're essential right. means you have to have them. you got to bring them in from outside. Right. Your body can't make them. You can't make them inside right. your body. Right. Okay. You don't have the genes. You don't have the, the, the chemi chemical. You don't have the laboratory to make them in your body. Gotcha. But plants do. So they make them for you. Right. So you eat the plants, you bring them in. And those 18, if you don't get just one of them, your health will deteriorate. Okay. Wow. Because you have to have them and you're not getting them. Right. And you will get deficiency symptoms. Mm -hmm. And those are degenerative in nature. Basically, it means your body falls apart right. slowly. Right. And the symptoms get worse with time. And if you don't get enough, long enough of any essential nutrient, you die. Right. So this is like the really important, the, the, the major building blocks you got to have. Right. Okay? okay. If you're going down because you're not getting enough, but then you bring enough back in, then all of the symptoms that come from not getting enough are reversed because life knows what to do the moment that you do your job of bringing in those building blocks <laughs> right. that it needs to do that job. Interesting. Yeah, right. That makes sense. That's, that's the definition of an essential nutrient. Omega three is established as an essential nutrient. Nineteen eighty one, the year after I got poisoned, I had my head buried in the journal literature. Right? Okay. And and then I found out they are the most sensitive of all of the essential nutrients, damaged by light, oxygen, heat, very easily. Okay. Needs a lot of care. Okay. If we of course we give them the least care. We throw them in frying pans and turn them into smoke. And we think that doesn't have a, a, a consequence. Yeah. Like, what are we thinking? Right. right? And so, okay. It's already and ready. It's ready already. It, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and 99% and of the population doesn't get enough of them and every cell in the body needs them. Wow. And so, I, so. I had a, I had a, I, I blew up like a firecracker. Okay. Like, oh my God, if we could make them with health in mind. Right. Because we need to do that because the damage done to oils is, is extensive. Right. Even though it's only about 1% of the oil is damaged. That's In enough. a tablespoon, you get 60 quintillion damaged molecules. That's bad. That's more than a million 
damaged molecules for every cell in your body, mm, for every wow. one of your body's 60 trillion cells in just one tablespoon. And most people use two to four tablespoons a day. Yeah. You do that for 30 years. So they think, think they're doing something good and they're actually doing damage at the same time. We're, we're killing ourselves with right. damage. Right, right. And so, and so the, the thought was, oh my God, if we could bring this one essential nutrient back into the diet, make it with health in mind so it's not damaged, so it retains its health benefits. Right. It could help so many people. Mm. And apparently in human beings, the, the urge to be helpful is very strong. It's built in. I didn't know that until, until, I, until I was like, oh, my God. I just got so lit up. All right. Oh, my God. We could help so many people. It right. wasn't about money. It wasn't about a job. It wasn't about a career. It wasn't about getting a house. Right. It was, oh, my God. We could help so many people. Yeah, for sure. And so we developed that. <clears throat> we developed a method for making oils with health in mind where they're protected from light, oxygen, and heat while mm. they're being pressed and fill, filtered and, and settled and filled. Mm. Put them in glass bottles, put a box around them to cut the light out. Brown on the shelf, bottles, they sit right, in, right. When they sit in transparent <laughs> bottles, light goes in and light damages oils. Right. Wow. Yeah. Free radical reactions. Sure. Right? Just like why beer is in, uh, is good beer is always in brown bottles. Yeah. And they tried to put it in plastic at one point and uh, yeah. that, the beer got a bad taste. So they went back to yeah. glass. Well, beer, good beer <laughs> is still alive. Right. It, well, it, yeah. yeah. Although yeah. If you drink enough of it, you won't be. <laughs> 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 yeah, everything in moderation. Or the only thing that's alive in you after a while is the beer. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. You so, become living yeast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you're, you're, then you'll ferment. <laughs> yeah, yay. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so the idea was to to make this. So we built the f factory to do it. I, wow. I designed it, and we had engineers put it together. We didn't have any money. But we were on fire. Oh, my God, we can help so many people. Mm. And in 19, we, we got it done by 1986. Wow. And then 1988, we did a big tour through the United States in a van without air conditioning. <laughs> in the hottest months, July, August, half of September, half of June. Wow. 101 days. So we went to 84. Okay. We went to 85 cities, oh 35 states, yeah. 17,000 miles by road. And in the van, uh, I slept on the floor of the van between the steering wheel and the back. Okay. My, and my driver, my partner, who was also the business guy, had built himself a bunk at the back. Okay. We had our clothes on a broomstick inside the double doors. Perfect. We learned very quickly on this tour because we kind of worked all day and then drove all night to get right. from place to place. Wow. We learned very quickly that if we ate meat, we felt heavy. Yes. And if we ate carbs, we got tired. Right. <laughs> so we did the entire tour, like except for the first 14 days when we figured it out, on raw vegetables. Okay. And it's a lot less work. And, you and it's, it, well, it was less work too, mm. but... Uh, and you, you didn't have to deal with spoilage because you can right. take a head of cabbage, you know, and the head of cabbage can sit on your, uh, you know, on, on, your, dashboard. on your dashboard, <laughs> you know, for two weeks and, it'll be and just dry out a little on the outside, but still be completely fine on right. the inside. Right? That's perfect. So, so it was, so it was very good. And, um, um, yeah, and that was the tour. We talked to everybody who would listen to us. We had two people, 
<clears throat> and did, we had fifteen hundred people. Did you have product with you? Were you bringing the oils around or not? Or just sort of like um, telling the story? No, yeah, yeah. We told the story, right? And we we they could access the oil. Okay. And yeah, and we we gave them access to the oil. We weren't taking the oil with us. Yeah, that would be hard to carry that oil because it's a. Uh, it's yeah, going to get hot in the van. It's, it's, yeah, be refrigerated. Exactly. Yes, right. We fried an egg. We fried an egg in the parking lot in Phoenix. It was so hot, and we just by pouring it on the pavement. We didn't yeah. eat it. But, right, right, right. But just to make the point, it was so hot. Yeah. And then every few days, we'd just get all all hot and sweaty and sticky. Yeah. And we'd walk into a Marriott hotel like we owned it. That's right. That's what the driver, he knew this. He says, you got to go in there like you owned it. And I said, how do you do that? <laughs> he said, yeah. I was like a shy guy. Sure, right? sure. Yes. Just pretend <laughs> uh, like you belong he, there. He, he showed me, yeah. You walk military fashion like you're very purposeful and you're like right. you really right. go know where you're going. And right. You're so purpose-bound, right? Right. Nobody ever stopped us. Right. We did this like every two or three days for right. 101 days. Okay. Go to the showers. Oh, you know, nice. Wherever they were. Yeah. Workout place. Maybe swim in the swim in the in the pool if they had a pool. Okay. Wash our clothes in the showers. Oh, bring them out. Wow. And pile back into the into the van. That's we awesome. call the van our the Omega Hilton. <laughs> Not the Omega Marriott. So I wrote to Marriott 24 years later and told him the story. Okay. And he wrote me a note back. It was really sweet. He said, wow, you're really a road warrior. And Yeah, yeah. I, I told him that because flaxseed oil, we turned flaxseed oil into a best-selling oil. It is now a $1 billion a year industry. industry. Right. So, And you wholesale. designed and built the machine, right? So Yeah, and, and, we pick, and we developed the oil. Right. Wow. And uh, and so he said he said well that's that's really cool being a road warrior if you do that again he said would you mind calling your your van the 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 Omega Marriott <laughs> yeah, I, you probably anyway, won't so. do another tour and if you did you wouldn't do it in a van well not that tour <laughs> yeah that tour's done but anyway it was no it was just it just speaks to his sense of humor. I basically I said I wanted you to let you know that th of the part that you inadvertently played in making flaxseed oil a household word mm, and right. the benefits that it's brought to people's health because of the omega-3s it contains. Sure, I get it. So, so I, I, yeah. I'm going to take a, a, an, a veer moment here. Yeah. Because, like, there's a note that... Um, you, you want to help people um, keep your power and light no matter how dark, confusing, and chaotic the yeah. world becomes. And we live right. in a dark, confusing, chaotic world right now. Um, well, we, we, we well, always we, have. We really but it, don't. Okay. We really don't. Okay, good. Talk about because that. Because the entire universe is lit up with light. True. But you only know that when you look into the light source because then you get the rays that are falling on your eyes. Right. But those rays are everywhere else too, but you don't see them, so it looks dark to you. That's true, right? Okay. And we do that with it, and we do that with ourselves because the truth is, we are in our individual essence. We are solar energy. We are light. Mm. We are sound. Mm -hmm. We are unconditional love. Okay. And we are, and we are a, a certain kind of sweetness. The energy that like keeps that. us alive is solar energy. Yes. And that goes, solar energy falls on plants and it 
activates electrons, mm -hmm. and then they bond. So you're making molecules. Some of those molecules we eat as food. The solar energy is stored in those bonds. When we break down those foods and metabolize them in our body, that becomes electricity. The solar energy is released. Right. That's the life we live on. Yes. So life is solar energy mm. in every creature, in trees, in plants, in animals, right. in human beings. That's true. That's the outside, the scientific view. Right. But knowing that in your head is not the same as being that in your experience. So to get to the experience, you have to do something subjective. Okay. You know, science is objective. You have to do something subjective. <clears throat> so you have an experience. You have to bring, and you have to sit down and you have to get quiet. And maybe you close your eyes and you just leave everything outside. outside and see how still you can become. And see how deep you can go into that stillness. And see how long you can stay there. And while you're doing that, slow down your breath and just calmly breathe quietly and while you're doing that look inside listen inward feel inward and get present in the space that your body occupies and experience the energy of that because what your sense what your senses pick up is always energy Mm. You know, you don't see objects with your senses. Your senses give you, give you shapes and forms mm -hmm. and, and light reflections. Right. Right? And you're, when you hear, you're hearing energy, sound energy. Right. And when you feel, you're feeling energy. Could be pain, could be, could be stretch, could be, uh, you know, could be love, could be. So, so. Our senses monitor energy. Mm, right. That's true when we go outside, but it's also true when we go inside. You can monitor inside through your senses. Mm, right. Inside. Yeah. Only you can't turn your eyeballs ins inside and look into your heart. <laughs> right. Right. You have to bring your awareness in. Right. Right. Yes. And so these are awareness practices, stillness mm. practices, meditation practice, the self-knowledge practices. Right. And when you go, the first, when you start, because mostly we live out here or in here. Mm. We don't really live inside of our body that much. <clears throat> right. So when you close your eyes, the first thing you'll see is darkness. Yes. And then if you go deep enough into that darkness, you will see light there. And you are that light. That light is the light of life. I like You that. are that light. Yeah. That's what the masters did whether you call them Buddha or Krishna, or right. that's what they talked about. Because they took the time to be present in their individual essence, which is the flow of solar energy within their being, but they brought their awareness to be that light rather mm. than to see it or to think about it. Be it. And they told us to do the same thing. Mm. And there isn't a single master whose teaching said, what I have is, is just me and you guys are just screwed. <laughs> Not a single master who said that. They all said, what I have, you have. Mm. And you can even attain more than I did. Right. 
And I'm just helping you get started, letting you know from my experience right. that there's something in you that's worth discovering. Totally. And, <clears throat> you know, and, the ma and, and that life and that energy and that solar energy is also the master of the body. Mm. It is omnipresent in your body. It's omnipotent in your body. All power in your body mm -hmm. is life. And omniscient in your body because it knows everything about you. And it weighs nothing and it runs everything. That's amazing. And that's actually who we are. Like if I say to you, hey, Jeff, and I pointed you and I say, whose body is that? What would you say? I would say uh, it belongs to the consciousness that I am. Oh, no, that's terrible. <laughs> okay, tell that's me. That's a terrible answer. No, most people would say, <laughs> no, most people would say that's my body, my body. This mm. is my body. Okay. But when you say this is my body, mm -hmm. you've actually said that you're not the body. I see. You've just said that you're the owner of the body. Right. But we don't, we, we say it all the time, but we don't think about it. Right. Let me give you an example. Like you don't have a body, you are Here. a body? Okay. Who's, no, no. Whose watch is this? It's my watch. Right. Am I the watch? No, you're not the watch. I'm the owner of the watch. You're the owner of the watch. Right. So if this is your body and you're not the body, then, then who are you as owner of the body? I am the light that owns the body. Yeah. No, but, but most people, when you say, say that to them, they say, oh, I have no idea. Right. I'm my body. I am they've never, because they haven't spent any time sitting down, getting quiet, right. and discovering themselves. Yes. Right? Right. But it's in our language. Totally. And we say it every day. Oh, right. this is my body. My body. <clears throat> right. You know, or, you know, and then, but then we also say it wrong and say, I'm tired. No. See, there you go. You're not tired. There Your body you is tired. Right. Exactly. Right? If you think about the who <clears throat> that is saying that, Right? Yeah. That who is not yeah. the body. Yeah, exactly. Right? Light and, doesn't, light and I'm doesn't hungry. get tired. I'm and hungry. I'm hungry. No, right. life never gets hungry. Right, exactly. But the body needs food. Yes. Right? right. So so on the one hand, we say that we're not the body, but we don't we don't pursue it mm. to into the know thyself. Right. Right. And on the other hand, we we pretend that we're the body and we do everything for the body. Mm. <clears throat> and then we're full of fear because the body craps out. Right. But the life energy never craps out. Right, right. Who it's am formless who, who and indestructible. Would I, who would I be if I wasn't this body? Right. Who would I be? If what's that? Who would I be if I wasn't this body? The thoughts? <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you, just, you'd be the you'd I'm, be the thinker. There you go. And life is the thinker. Right. And well, and life, you go even further back, you go into pure awareness. Right. The, right? And the your awareness, your field of consciousness. In, yeah, you're in God territory. Right. And every human being is all of that. Mm. You know, you got the environment and you got the, 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 the social group and you got the survival smarts and you've got the body and you've got inspiration, which is the shine of light into the world right. through you. Oh, and then, like you have, then you have the light of life and then you have the awareness. And you are all of that depending on what you focus on, is going to determine how you think of yourself and how you live. Mm. You know, like if, you, if you focus on the awareness, that awareness is perfect peace. That's your foundation. If you're not in touch with that foundation, you're living without foundation. 
No wonder the world is crazy. <laughs> right. Because we mostly are living without foundation. Mm. But if peace was your foundation, because it is, because your whole, your whole existence came out of that, and the existence of the universe came out of that peace. Right. <clears throat> you know, if that was your foundation, uh, you probably would not be stealing your neighbor's stuff <laughs> or trying to, trying to screw his wife. Right. Right. Or, or take up arms against him. Right. Even the war takes place in perfect peace. Right. But the warriors are not experiencing that perfect peace that they're I remember they're uh, there was a Buddhist They got story. a thought in their head. Yes. I'm your, you're my enemy, I'm going to kill you. And the other guy says, you're my enemy, I'm going to kill you. And in a place of perfect peace, they then play out this stupid game. Yes. Right? But yeah, and they're, and they're sort of like, uh, I, I, I'm not exactly sure how to put it. Like the, I, there was a story. I think these things come out best in the, the master's stories where like the Buddha mm -hmm. appears to one of his students and the student is in a battle, right? And, you know, it's like, like you when you were a kid in, in that field and there was shooting the carts, right? Yeah. You're scared, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? That little boy, if you would have told them that that war isn't real, <laughs> you wouldn't have believed well, yeah, it. I, right. No, because I had, you know, I had already left that place. You know, we're you in do. that place in our mother's womb because there's nothing to do, nowhere to go. Everything's right. taken care of. It's pretty safe. Right. So we're in that place, you know, in that light, in that, in that, sound you, you don't know, need anything we're just hanging out right and so our awareness uh, is focused inside in its source in life in mm -hmm. awareness mm -hmm. but then we come into the world and we have to get to know the world so aware awareness right. goes out through the through our senses right what's that what's that what's that and that's right, right. important for survival of course and then we get disconnected in that process from ourselves right. that self other our, split when you're in the yeah. womb, you know that you are the universe because you 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 have no concept of other at that point. You, yeah, yes. you, you have, yeah, you, <laughs> you have, have no, no reference. You have no, you have no worldly this. reference, no right. language, no no right. no you, words. You no. are you are a hundred percent sure you are the universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. It's right. only and when, then when you it takes actually about a, two years to realize you're not. <laughs> As yeah, you, it takes uh, it takes a while, and you take, see kids yeah, go up right? more and more and more and more and more. And more. Correct. And then, but with that going out comes heartache. Yes. Yes. Heartache yeah. is your heart calling your awareness to come back home. And you oh, get yeah. it yeah, when yeah, something yeah. on the outside ends and triggers your lost, your, your, your condition of loss. You lost something. Mm. What you lost was your, your own presence. Yeah. And, and that, that and knowing if you that sit you with heartache. Are, yeah, there is no other, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And if you sit with heartache, Instead of judging it and trying to distract yourself from it. Yeah. If you sit with it and mm. sit with it mm. and don't judge it and just feel it. And it's, it can be intense. Maybe it, you yes. might have some tears. Right. You know, but if you sit with it, that far behind it, like less than a hair's breadth behind it, is your wholeness. Mm. And there yeah. is no other wholeness. There is no wholeness in a billion dollars. And there is no wholeness in winning a war. Right. And there is no wholeness in yeah. all of the things we do in the world are not right. wholeness. They're right. games. Right. Wholeness is a part of being. Yeah. It's always. And that's, and, and when you're whole, you're also healthy. So when you do meditation, it actually reverses aging. Wow. And a lot of conditions that come from discontent, from disconnection. Right. Get resolved. Mm. And making changes 
that you need to make to eat better or sleep more or whatever it is you need to to get off drugs or whatever it is you right, need right. to do, that becomes a whole lot easier. Mm. Yeah, starting at so like I wanted <laughs> to get some. Uh, I had one more question. Where was it? Oh, so if somebody is listening to this and they're saying to themselves, uh, "I'm in pain all the time," maybe yeah. I'm overweight. And mm -hmm. my life just needs some sort of kick in the pants. <laughs> What's the first thing they, they What kind of try? pants is life wearing? <laughs> uh, corduroys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you have a corduroy life. Huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so what would I say? Okay. There's a reason why I have this background. Okay. Over here is the clutter. Oh, over. over here is the possibility. Oh, I like that. That's Nothing good. here, you know, and I, you can do it in space too. You know, here's a lamp over here and mm. I got a computer here and here's air and there's nothing here. There's left, you know, there's anything could happen. Anything could fill that space. You I get like to it. decide what you fill it with. Right. So if you're always in pain, accept the pain and feel it. And sometimes if you really go into the pain, it mm. goes away. Okay. And sometimes if you look at how big the universe and how small your pain is compared to that, mm -hmm. it also puts it in perspective. So you can play with the pain. You can do a lot with pain and not just be a victim of it. Okay. okay. So like those, are, those are like little exercises you can do. Right. But the other thing is at the same time that you've got pain, you know, which is the clutter. Okay. You also have peace and bliss and unconditional love in the space your body occupies. That's awesome. And because yeah. they both exist, you can, you can shift focus from one to the other, from one to the other. That's true. From one to the other. It begins by recognizing in your pain, you also have peace. Mm. And in your pain, you also have unconditional love. And then start to look, start to give them a little bit more energy and become good at Focusing on pain when you want want to feel pain, and focusing on love when you want to feel love. They're two different levels of existence. Right. So you can have pain and you can have unconditional love at the very same time. Yeah, yeah, you that's, can. So that's that's what I would say to people. And the same thing with you know, oh my God, my mind is driving me crazy. You know. Yeah, yeah, right. Here's your mind. Here's my mind driving me crazy. Here's all the clutter. Mm -hmm. Right. And at the same time. There's a complete stillness in you, a complete peace. Mm. Give that some time too. Ah. And again, become good at become good at managing the focus of your awareness. I like that. You can focus wherever you want. I can focus on the wall there, and now I'm focused on the carpet here. Now I'm focused on my own picture on the right. you know. I mean, I can just move focus. We're so good at moving focus around. Right. But because we don't practice moving our focus into peace, into unconditional love, into inspiration. Mm. We have forgotten, number one, that it exists. Right. Okay. And because, and because we've forgotten, we tend to not practice that. I and think, I'm saying yeah. I'm here to remind you that, that yes, that's in you. Mm. The master lives in you. Mm -hmm. And there is no pain in life energy and there is zero pain in awareness. Right. I, I remember uh, hearing this 
like, I, I don't know, maybe it was Deepak Chopra or Wayne Dyer, right? I think they said something like what you just said, right? It was like, the next time... I you, have no idea. I, the, yeah, I'm I don't just... know. I haven't said it yet. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> it's okay. Um, I always do that. I'm uh, I, My worst habit is way too much preamble. Just say what you want to say. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm okay with you. I'm okay with you being the way you are. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> But the idea was um, the next time you feel pain, really feel that pain and see if you are, if you are experiencing that pain or the body, like, or some piece of muscle or, right. right? Or maybe you're feeling it like an emotional, like you were saying, like it's a, a heartache, right? Yeah. But actually... I think actually the example I was trying to remember was the next time you feel tired. Yeah. Right. Tune in to the inside of yourself mm-hmm. and ask your consciousness. It sounds silly, right? <laughs> but ask your consciousness mm-hmm. if it feels tired and it never feels tired. Right. Even when right. the body is yep. exhausted, right? right? That consciousness is aware when you're sleeping. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if if you uh, if you have pain, you can ask yourself who is having the pain. Right, right. And then who you realize what? that there is something in you that is witnessing pain, but that witness is not in pain. Right. Yes. That's well another said. way to see that's the a, same that's a, thing. Yes. Right? Exactly. Yes. Same thing with tired or yeah, afraid. Same thing with tired. Right. When I was on the road, I was on the road six to nine months every year. Right. You know, doing doing the oil the oil and enzymes and probiotics work that I was doing, right? Right. And I would we had long days. We had really long days. And you were when exhausted. I would get really tired. Yeah. I would literally recognize I, I, I learned to shift into life which never sleeps and needs no sleep mm. and is always awake. Right. And the body which can be totally trashed. Yes. Totally trash tired, right? Yes. And literally recognizing, moving between the one and the other. Because I had to, I had to do stuff. <laughs> and then we, we did exercises, you know. If you say, oh, God, I'm so tired. You know, that makes you even more tired. Totally. Oh, yeah. Because you're talking yourself into it, right? Yeah. And, but if you say, oh, my body is, is really tired, mm. but, but my life is completely awake. Mm. And cannot get tired mm. and never gets tired and never sleeps right. and never takes time off right. 24-7. Right. Right? Never stops. Always yes. there. Yep. That's why it's unconditional love. Mm. It's doing all that all the time. Never right. goes on strike. <laughs> you know, never <laughs> never bitches about the wages. Right? Life, life, and is running the whole show. Yeah. And so so who who is tired? Who is in pain? Right. Yes. You know, even right. who dies. Right. You can extend that. Who dies? Mm. Right? Something dies. So, yeah, yeah, the, the, <laughs> well, you know, I, I say when, when the body and life part company, the true nature of the body shows up. Mm. The body is just a shell that was cobbled together by right. life in order to do physical things on a physical plane. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, schlep, schlep your water and, you know, do your, do your chores and <laughs> yes. all of that. Right? Yes, yes. Move things. <clears throat> And and life was never matter, mm. was never inert. 
Right. And when 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 the animator separates from the body, the body goes, the, the shell goes it returns. horizontal permanently. Yeah, it returns. Right? It gets recycled. And, and that's a fact. <laughs> and that's a fact of the living, of, yeah. of physical existence. It's, it's but we're the, not just physical existence. Con, uh, what is it? The law of conservation of energy? That energy is going back to its, its uh, another form. It's going to get recycled. Well, energy goes wherever, yeah. wherever energy goes, whether it dissipates or, you know, it goes as a lump. Mm. I've seen, I've seen beings made of light. Human form made of light. Oh, nice. no physical form. Wow, incredible. Yeah, and and they, and that light is the light of life, and that light has a message, and the message is, "I am come not to judge, but to love." Mm. That's the message of the masters to humanity. That's the message of message of life to your body. This has been fun. We should do. You, you, maybe we should just do a show together where you just like laugh and talk about like fruits and vegetables and sunshine. That would be a fun show. That's pretty much what we're doing right now, isn't it? Yeah. Fruits, <laughs> vegetables, and sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, maybe a pet dog, and you know, something. You know. <laughs> this has been a blast, Udo. Uh, you come yeah. back anytime and talk more about like uh, all this stuff. Um, I didn't get into any of my notes hardly at all because I just let you talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's good. That's great. Yeah. So uh, you are at uh, theudo.com and yeah. udoschoice.com. So talk a little bit about how yeah. people can best get in touch with you or at, at least check out your stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, udoschoice.com is about the products. Right. The products pay my rent. Okay. The oil, Udo's oil, it's a blend of oils that's properly balanced, better than flax oil because flax oil is poorly balanced. I actually okay. think it gets six deficient on it. And I work with digestive enzymes and probiotics because digestion is the second most neglected area. Mm. And I work with greens. That's, a, that's you know, that's everybody's what they supposed eat. to eat their greens right, and right. most people don't. Right. So I right. work with those and, and why we made them and how we made them. So it's mm. very, quite educational. Gotcha. And then uh, the Udo, I have some courses, and uh, you've got and a weight loss a course there. That I, educational material, yeah. Right, right, and uh, among and, others, right. Yeah, and there's a there's a, a mental health course. Oh, nice. Which we have to call the happiness course because we this are not be. allowed to call it mental health, <laughs> even though I have a master's degree in counseling psychology. Of course, that's that's, that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, call it what and. You know, politically correct is not always truthful. <laughs> totally. I, I don't think it ever is, but. You know. <laughs> well, well I, I, I'm trying to be kind. I understand. <laughs> and, uh, and then, but I'm also on Facebook and I'm on Instagram and I'm, I have a YouTube channel that's got a lot of stuff that I've done on fats. Oh, awesome. Uh, and uh, what else? Uh, Instagram. We were on Instagram as well. So I'm not hard to find. Udo Erasmus yeah. is a strange enough name that if you can spell it right and punch <laughs> it in, you'll, you'll find me within the first, first you know, yeah. I'm, I'm on top of the Udo Erasmus. Because <laughs> I'm like the only one, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe there's Talk six. about search engine optimization. <laughs> Just use your name, eh? <laughs> Get a really strange name. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah, it worked out good. You've got yeah. a unique URL just by birth. Yeah, and and, and I like to tell people when they don't know how to spell Udo, and I say, well, well what's your problem? It's not even a four-letter word. <laughs> <laughs> U-D-O. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, if you just try, you'll probably get it mostly right. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> Given You'd be surprised. Our, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of ways you can misspell Udo. <laughs> okay. <All> right. <laughs> yeah, because you got six, twenty-six O's. letters for each for each of the three slots, right? Uh, that's true. So <laughs> it seems obvious, but maybe not. <laughs> 26 times 26 times 26 is the number of That's a minus of one is the number of ways you can spell it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, that's not true. It's 25 times 25 times 25. That's true. All right. Yeah. Let's wrap this up before we uh, split a gust. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Thank you for hanging out with me for about an hour, and I appreciate it. You have a, a sunshiny day. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Yeah, this is this is really fun. Good. <laughs> yeah. All right. More fun than a barrel of monkeys. Eh? <laughs> All right. Take All care. Right. I'm gonna hit stop. Okay. Enjoy right. your day. Enjoy yep. your life. All right. Bye bye. Yeah. I hope somebody benefits. I'm sure they will. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer. Vroom Vroom Veer.